Hey friends, thanks for tuning into this episode. So just a brief rundown. Uh, first of all, Josh and I, my brother, we were in the car recording this episode. So we're driving the truck back from Orem, Utah to Mesa, Arizona. It's about a 10-hour drive. So if you hear some bumps and rattles and ambient noise, that's what it is uh, cruising down the highway. But anyway, in this episode, we just talk about our experience with the people at Utah Air Guns, the shop, um, just the overall experience being there, and it was just a super awesome time, really fun. We got to be a part of some really cool things. Some of them we can't talk about, but you guys will see soon, and um, I'll just tell you that the Wildcats, the Mark III Wildcats are friggin' sweet, so if you're in the market for a bull pup, check out the FX Wildcat Mark III's. Super cool. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. Yo, what up, people? It's Tay with the Airgun Podcast, and I am cruising back from Utah through Arizona right now with my brother Josh, and we just had an awesome experience with the staff with uh, Utah Air Guns. Had a really amazing hunt a couple days ago, or pest control session, I should say, and we'll get into that later, but first I'm going to introduce my brother and let him tell you his background and um, how he got into air gunning. So, Don, welcome to the podcast. Tell us, what is your story? How'd you get into air guns? Uh, I got into air guns by watching Taylor continuously try to fix and improve and upgrade a bunch of old garbage brake barrels that we had growing up uh, and constantly trying to fix them until he learned about PCP air rifles and then he bought one um, and it was a entry level PCP air rifle uh, and it performed okay. It was a lot louder. It had a lot more power than the old ones that we used to mess around with. And, uh, you know, it seemed to be a lot more efficient at, you know, pesting, if you will. Um, and I continued to watch him grow and, you know, become more passionate about these things and doing his research. And I eventually decided to bite the bullet and join the team. Uh, know and I made my first air gun purchase and after the first couple days of having it and shooting it I don't think I'll ever go back to traditional firearms uh, you know anytime soon FNA cotton FNA. so yeah I had a storm rider still have it you guys who listen you've seen it um, but Josh was in a much different financial spot than I was at the time when he bought his first air rifle. So he jumped, you know, two feet into the deep end and got a Dreamline, FX Dreamline in 22. So that thing's pretty sweet and obviously a very big difference in the components and functions from a $200 PCP to a $1,000 plus PCP. So yeah, man, they're freaking sweet. And I gave him the I gave him the bug, the PCP bug. But uh, what is it about the PCPs that you like 
and why you won't go back to firearms anytime soon. Not that they don't have their purpose, but why are you primarily relying on PCPs? Uh, I mean, primarily it's it's the function of them. They're quieter, uh, they're more efficient, ammo cost is significantly less, um, you know, and there's, there's more room for modification and customization, I think, when it comes to, you know, the PCP air rifles than, you know, say your standard hunting rifle. I can agree with that. Yeah, they're just, uh, they're just fun, man, and they're super, like you said, customizable. You can make it your own. You can do all kinds of things to it. Tunable. That's a big thing is, you know, you kind of get what you get when you purchase a firearm. But when you buy a PCP, uh, you know, even the lower end ones, you can you can modify them and, and tune them up a bit. But when you buy a higher end one that's that's got like external adjustments and things like that to tune, uh, it's just really cool. And we actually got to kind of play with that quite a bit with the new Wildcat Mark III's uh, with Utah Air Guns and shooting with Justin and Austin and those guys up there. And it was super cool uh, just, you know, getting those sighted in and zeroed and getting the dope charts on them and uh, using that power wheel, just messing with it and learning some cool stuff. So, um, Josh, what do you... What do you think now that you've shot a wildcat, a, you know, a true ground-up bullpup compared to your Dreamline Classic? Uh, I like the fact that it's, you know, easier to uh, maneuver, especially in some of the places that we were and where we were shooting from. Uh, it's easier to get around with it because it's such a, you know, such a difference in size. Um, but, you know, I functionality of them also is a little bit different just because there's, there's so many other things involved with the newer models that are coming out that, you know, they they switch things up all, you know, every time they come out with a new version of something and it's it's more exciting and it's more, you know, it's, it's just a, a whole new uh, a whole new setup that you have to learn that you have to pay attention to the way things are going, so I mean, I, I would say that I like them equally as far as functionality, but I, I like, you know, I like something a little bit smaller, more, more of a bullpup style versus, you know, a, a full-size rifle. It just, it just makes it easier to get around with. Yeah, and that's definitely a huge part for me, too, because I, I hadn't shot a bullpup before, so my very first bullpup experience was a freaking wildcat mk3 so they're pretty sweet though and just like the how they're balanced is really impressive they're so much easier to just shoulder because you don't have all that weight out front with a you know 40 inch gun because you got a big old donny on the end of it and stuff like that so they were sweet and another cool thing is that we were shooting the hybrid slugs from it so we had both the compact version and the sniper version so 500 millimeter barrel on the compact and 700 on the sniper and um, again moderators on the end for both of them but still both were super easy to work with but uh, we even had the 
the 500 millimeter, that compact Wildcat shooting the 26 grain slugs, so the 25 cals, they were they were both 25s. And what do you think about shooting slugs compared to pellets? Because that was my first experience too. Uh, the I don't even know how you would say that the fact that they're not as drastically affected by wind makes it all the more fun um, because you can put rounds downrange at greater distances with more accuracy because you're using a slug and the pellets even you know some of the heavier ones that I use in my Dreamline um, you know just a little bit of wind can, can put you off your target significantly so definitely more accurate with the heavier slugs um, and you know and knockdown power as well uh, you know the, the ground squirrels that we were uh, you know feeding at 900 feet per second uh, you know they, they didn't fare too well against <laughs> against those hybrid slugs not at all but dude some of them it was pretty insane like they would take like three or four rounds and they would still just like keep trucking we we finally established that there may or may not have been some meth that made it into the soil in that area because dude those things were literally like zombies su super strength ground squirrels and we're not talking like uh south african ground squirrels and or even prairie dog size these are literally like chipmunk sized things um and Dude, we were eating them at long range too. Some were, some were pretty close, but most of them were like, I'd say we, most of them were 80 yards and further, and uh, some of them even out to 200 plus yards. I think my furthest was two, 220, 218 or 220, somewhere in there, uh, which is pretty crazy. Uh, and you, I don't think you're gonna be able to do that with pellets unless you're shooting like a much larger caliber than a 25 on a windless day yeah um but it, you know winds were gusting up to probably like 20 miles an hour and it was pretty steady wind um so yeah slugs definitely made that shooting a lot more enjoyable because had we been shooting pellets we would have been missing all day long and then man we went through rounds too like probably close to 800 to a thousand rounds somewhere in there and then we we just came up with a conservative number that if we only hit 30 percent of all the rounds used you know then that's still over 300 ground squirrels that we we got and that's that's a very conservative estimate it's probably i'd say closer to 60 to 70 percent of the shots that we took over the course of that day um, or hits so pretty ridiculous um, and it's just super fun you know we're helping out the local farmers and stuff like that taking care of these ground squirrels that tear stuff up and you know everyone knows if you're if you're listening to this and you know about ground squirrels then you know that they're a really common problem so they cause a lot of issues for cattle and that kind of stuff but anyway, yeah, it was super fun. And then the shop was super dope as well. Super cool guys there. So kind, so just welcoming. And, uh, 
just a really cool experience. So, yeah, Josh and I got to shoot some some other guns as well, um, sling some lead, and it was just super cool. So, Josh, what, what was your favorite part of the, the trip overall so far? I mean, we're still driving back to Mesa, but... I would say just the common interest in the... In the fascination that we all have and the you know the passion that everyone shares in in the air gun community um it's fantastic just to hang out with like-minded people who have you know similar interests similar goals similar senses of humor um you know it's uh, I, I feel like that's kind of a rarity nowadays but uh for sure that in itself was fantastic uh just hanging out with really really wholesome down-to-earth people yeah man that was one of the surprising things for me was just how like real they all were and it wasn't like any kind of facade put on or like anything they were straight up real dudes super nice uh, very welcoming like I said and um, just so willing to just like you know, let us be a part of what they have going there, and it was really cool, and, um, man, they're just all so generous, just so kind, and, uh, we got to cook some, did we cook carnitas for them? Carne asada. Carne asada, fool. Carne asada, dude. So, we cooked, yeah, we, right across the street from Utah Air Guns, or in the same parking lot, across the parking lot, is like a little Mexican market, and, yeah, we just went over there, grabbed some meat, some crema fresca, and some freaking salsas, and some cheese, dude, and, um, some tortillas, like, 57,000 little corn tortillas, threw the meat on the Traeger that they have at the shop, uh, which is a beautiful shop, by the way, and man, they put in hours there, just side note, the first night we were there, we get there in the afternoon, or the evening, just before they're closing up, and we didn't end up leaving, because they were getting people's guns and stuff set up until after 10 p.m. So those dudes, they do not mess around or, like, blow stuff off. They, like, they get it done. And every single person there was, like, tuning guns, working on them, filling out orders, answering phones. And, man, they, they take their stuff very seriously. So just know that if you guys are going to Utah Air Guns for any kind of service on your gun or purchasing new guns like those guys are seriously working their tails off to give you the absolute best stuff and um, they they love doing it too so it's not like they're doing it out of frustration or anger or you know so you're getting the best of the best you're getting happy people working on things they love to work on and you couldn't ask for a better place for that to get done so yeah anyway cooking some delicious little street tacos and they were so good and I I kind of want to do it every day now but gotta get a Traeger um, but yeah so we also got to shoot a crown so Josh and I had never shot a crown before what did you think of the crown uh, the difference between that just caliber wise um, was amazing and, and shooting a bottled gun versus you know a standard Dreamline um, that that was a part that I enjoyed more than anything because there's you know so much less pumping that you have to do with a hand pump 
bottles run a lot more rounds uh, than you know than your standard tube. So oh yeah, and we had the the van was full of um, air tanks too, so we didn't have any physical pumping happening this whole time. It was all air tanks, which man, that was amazing. They fill up the guns so fast and so easily. So I would highly, highly recommend investing in an air tank. And, um, man, trying some slugs too. If you have a gun that can shoot slugs, especially those hybrids. So obviously they're designed for FX air guns, but um, because they have such a large hollow point cavity, they're much lighter, so you might be able to get those to shoot pretty well out of a gun if you can get some decent power um, out of your your setup. But super cool experience. Um, yeeted a lot of freaking ground squirrels. You know, shot 200 plus yards, which was crazy. Never thought I could do that with an air gun, and didn't think I'd be doing it on this trip either. Yeah, especially in the wind. So it was pretty much all the. All the cards were stacked against us, but they had some some high-end air guns and some freaking slugs. They'll get the job done. And, yeah, I was dialing on turrets for the first time. So they had turret stickers, which made things really easy, super convenient. Again, if you're doing pest control and hunting and that kind of stuff, I so recommend having turret stickers or you know, a dope chart that tells you how many clicks to get to whatever, you know, distance for your zero. But the turret stickers, I mean, they're right there, so you're dialing. Instead of counting clicks and all that kind of stuff, you just freaking turn to the the sticker that's going to work best for the range you got, and man, made things so easy. So, I can't say easy. It made them way more efficient than not having them. So, man... It was just super duper cool. And like I said, their shop is super amazing. Uh, we tried to help out as much as we could there because they're doing some renovation and remodeling. And even still, they just, uh, you know, they didn't let that stop them from putting in hard work on your guys' stuff that you guys order through them and send to them to fix if, if it needs to be fixed. But seriously, one of the coolest experiences great trip like I said we might die still on the way back to Mesa and I might crash an airplane flying back to Denver but so far it was pretty rad and good good brother bonding experience listen to a lot of metal hardcore stuff on the way and dude just sweet um, got to shoot some cool guns shot a 17 cal wildcat Mark II, but man, those higher capacity magazines that they have on the Mark III's are just, they're worth it, I'll tell you that, and man, Josh, what did you think of the shop, what was your favorite part about the shop? I don't know, I really like the setup, um, you know, they have a fantastic way of showcasing all the amazing air rifles that they have there um you know that and the you know the knowledgeable staff that they have and you know guys willing to stop whatever they're doing if you got questions to just sit down and talk to you and uh you know answer your questions as best they can and if you know 
find find the answers that you're looking for if they don't know them right offhand. So, um, you know, not just the aesthetics of the shop, but the way the shop was run is what uh, what really made it, you know, more of an awesome trip for me. It was getting out there and, and meeting fantastic people that have the same interests. What was the favorite thing that you ate while we were out there? Because we had some pretty good food. We did have some good food. Um, I think it was called Mo Betta's. It's a Hawaiian ah. Hawaiian food. We had the Kahlua pork. That was fantastic. Dude, that was good. But those freaking tacos yesterday, which Josh cooked, by the way. Josh has a, a set of skills, a particular set of skills... He will find you and he will kill you. Or I'll cook for you. Or he'll cook. And those are his, his skills. Culinary art skills. And man, the tacos were amazing. So good, seriously. Even cold. We ate leftovers, man. Still so good. But that Kahlua pork was was pretty good too. And oh and we had some fantastic barbecue sauce on it. Oh yeah, you guys. I think it's pronounced Delins. Um, but man, that stuff is delicious. I think... Guys, hit up Dakota on, on Instagram if you want some barbecue sauce. And uh, the Lord's Marksman is his uh, Instagram name. Because that barbecue sauce... I, I'm a barbecue sauce connoisseur. I'll just tell you that. And that stuff was delicious so you gotta get a hold of it and try it it's coming from Oklahoma and it is seriously so good if you don't like it get out <laughs> but it was delicious and man met some just super cool people it's, it's cool to meet the people that you see on YouTube and social media and then you just realize oh man they're totally just normal dudes and um, they're funny too Lots of jokes, lots of movies were quoted. Um, right off the bat, as soon as we started quoting movies, and then the guys at the shop started finishing the quotes, that's when we knew it was really going to be an awesome trip. Uh, so much laughing, really funny things. Can't tell you about all of the things. Bet you won't. I bet I won't, but I did. And... Um, <laughs> Man, seriously, so much cool stuff. We also got to see some things that are in the works from different companies and things like that that we can't really go into any detail on. Top secret. Took a blood oath. Um, but really cool stuff. So it was cool just to kind of get in there and experience some things that, you know, we won't Normally really... would have never had the opportunity to yeah, experience. and probably won't experience that anymore you know or it's kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity so man it was just a super cool experience and that being said if you guys have you know the opportunity to go check out the Utah Air Gun store it's amazing and you should you should do it you know even if it's a long weekend or even if it's not just set some time aside just go down there because everyone there is going to be very welcoming and they'll invite you in, show you around, give you the grand tour. It's such a cool place. So, um, 
I highly, highly recommend checking it out and just going down there just to experience it because where I'm from in Colorado, we pretty much don't have anything. We don't have any like air gun stores or shops or anything like that. So going from like nothing and only seeing YouTube videos and online stuff to actually being there in person and checking it out and you know being able to help them with with certain things and just being a part of it was just really cool. So their merchandise is freaking dope as well. There aren't too many places in the airgun industry that have really awesome apparel and oh, yeah. Your tire guns, they've got it. Um, Every family member we have will only be getting you tire guns apparel for Christmas. Yeah, we're not sending them any nice sweaters from freaking Nordstrom or wherever the hell. Barnes and Noble books. We ain't doing that. We're going to send them a tin of pellets and a mother freaking gangster you tire, you tire guns. guns stuff but yeah man so far it's been just a really cool trip uh we saw quite a few dead deer which is legit one time i hit a deer that was pregnant with triplets and totaled my uh girlfriend's car but at the time she was my girlfriend now she's my wife so if you guys really want to steal a woman's heart total her car by hitting a pregnant deer and she'll marry you on the spot um, but yeah, super cool. Oh man, the mountains, dude. So we have mountains in Colorado. Uh, there are mountains in Arizona as well. But, and like we got some gnarly, like we have, in Colorado there's 58 14ers. So like we have mountains, bro. Um, but the mountains in Utah are just different. Like, it's, how would, how would you describe them, Don? Uh... It's like the kind of things you would see, you know, in, a, in like the opening scene of a movie, if it were only about badass mountains. That's pretty much the only way I could describe it. Uh, probably the most picture-perfect scenery I've ever seen, you know, in all my 33 years of uh, being on this earth. Uh, I've never seen mountains like that before in my life, even though I grew up in Colorado. Uh, you know, for 32 of those years, um, it was it was one of the most amazing, you know, changes in scenery I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's really weird. Like they, you know, it's if if you if you live in mountain country in Colorado, you know, you see like the really tall peaks even in the summer where everything's still green, but then there's snow on the top. But you have to like go through like layers and levels of mountainous terrain where the mountains are progressively getting bigger and before you get to anything like that. But as soon as you see mountains in Utah, it literally is just like you're in the city and then it's just like mountain straight up, no levels or layers. And then you got like clouds covering the top of the mountain because it's so high and there's like snow and it's above timberline you can just see the top of it is just pure rock it's really pretty though i mean you guys can check out the the posts on instagram where i have some of the scenery but really cool and if you guys are in the market for a bullpup i'm just going to tell you it's really hard to beat a wildcat in mk3 because 
you know, the, the cocking lever is right by the trigger. The higher capacity magazines are so much more helpful. You're basically getting double the shots in the magazine. And it already had an eight, eight shot magazine. So in 25 cal, there's 18 rounds um, or 16 rounds. And then if you go 22, there's 18. So man, so just a sweet, sweet freaking setup. Um, just a dope gun for sure. But yeah, dude, it was freaking sweet. The, the drive's been really cool too. I mean, just seeing a lot of different scenery going from like Mesa to more mountainous areas of Arizona and then cruising into Utah and seeing parts of like Orem and Mapleton. Yeah, just cool stuff, man. Really pretty scenery, very diverse across the board with all of it. And uh, a lot of open space, too. Like a ton. So, man. What was the worst experience of the trip? Um, probably dealing with slow drivers that I think maybe read speed limit signs backwards. You know, instead of doing 80, they were doing 8. So I had to suppress my road rage. That's about it. I'll tell you guys what. If you ever want to ride in a car with the nicest person ever who will say the meanest things to slow drivers... Ride, ride with Josh. He is... He will cook you breakfast. He will buy your food for you. Cook for you. Make you special things. But if you are driving poorly... He will throw a handful of marbles out his window. That he keeps specifically for drivers he doesn't agree with. I've seen him do it. He also made this one lady cry. He didn't realize her window was down. Not not on this trip. This was back years ago when we were still growing up together in Colorado. But I'll basically just leave it at that. He called her a name that was not her name, apparently. And she started crying. So. But, yeah, all, to, all that to say, it was a really awesome experience. So, and if, if Utah's out of the way, guys, if, find the nearest you know, air gun store to you and go check it out because they're just cool and so far everyone I've met in the air gun industry is super cool. So your chances are pretty high of meeting some really cool people and it could open up some doors of opportunity uh, that you might not have otherwise. So, man, really awesome. And just to say, if anyone is wondering like, did they pay you to do this or blah, blah, blah? No, dude, we paid our own money to come out here took time off of our jobs um this was our this was our own thing uh the guys at utah air guns justin and all those fellows austin they were just kind enough to uh allow us to do that and kind of host us so um it wasn't like any kind of sponsored thing at all it was just like you know a collaboration and we we're like hey we're thinking about coming out and they're like cool come on out we'll we'll take care of you 
um, and they did. So, shout out to you guys there. Justin, we appreciate you. Thanks for being our dad. That's another inside joke that you guys might not get. So The adoption papers are in the mail. In the mail. And uh, we got a lot of dads. Tyler Patner's our dad also. <laughs> T-Pain, if you're listening, we, we love you too, dad. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was... That was it. That was a dope trip. Um, do you, you have a favorite kill? That we can mention? <laughs> I enjoyed most of them. Uh, you know, they were done humanely. Uh, they were done with slugs. Going, you know, in between 800 and 900 feet per second between the two different rifles that we were using. And, uh, and that's probably point of impact. So, because we had the, the, the um, compact Wildcat slinging the slugs at about 870. Uh, muzzle energy, so uh, eight hundred and seventy feet per second. So I was doing plenty downrange, even at those longer distances, to just completely destroy. Minus the meth chipmunks um, that were just <laughs> so I don't know powering through. Yeah, something different in the in the soil there, <laughs> for real. But yeah. It's just fun to to steward the earth and take care of things, you know? Sometimes you gotta kill something to make sure that another something can survive. And uh, that's what we did, a lot of it. So, oh, and another thing too is that none of it went to waste. Like, there's so many, like, coyotes and hawks and freaking vultures and freaking arcticunos out there that will eat those little squirrels and even insects which are a very necessary part of the environment if, if the birds and the bees don't get them dude the freaking the ants they will munch a squirrel for a, a while and uh, insects are going to feed other species of animal anyway the ecosystem dude it freaking works okay even if you don't go collect the thing that you just killed, there's about one million other things that are going to eat it. So, man, it was just super cool. A lot of, a lot of uh, fun shooting and some really cool guns that we got to work with. Shot some impacts as well. They're they're dope. If you don't have an impact and you want one, just do it. It won't be mad. And. Uh, yeah, I mean, so many, the, what FX is doing with all the guns now and making them like pretty much almost all of them interchangeable with every other one of them, they're a really good option if you're serious about air gunning. If you're just getting into it and you don't have a grand to drop, you know, then there are other rifles that can do the job, but it's really, really hard to beat a, a company where most of their stuff is modular and you can just interchange components for the most part not all of it but a lot of it but it was dope so man there was a lot of uh, coffee had by Josh and I a lot of caffeine to keep us going early mornings late nights 
good. Good stuff. Um, Don Shula, what would you, what advice would you give to someone getting into to the air gun industry, getting into the game? Uh, do your research. Do your research and talk to people who who are already in the game, uh, because that's what I did. I started doing my own research, and when I brought, you know, some ideas to the table to uh, Taylor here on what I was looking at, um, you know, we, we talked about it for a while, and uh, he gave me, you know, some things to look at and some, you know, some information to go over, and that's what ultimately led me to make my purchase of the, uh, of the FX Dreamline. And then from there, it has also progressed because may or may not have been looking for something that would sling arrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mentioned that. And then, uh, right when I was attempting to, uh, you know, finalize my decision, and I, I sent a message to Taylor telling him that I had plans on purchasing something that shoots arrows, he said, well, hang on, because FX just came out with an arrow barrel kit for your rifle, and, you know, uh, as far as as far as uh, firing arrows and you know whatever else I want, uh, I couldn't say no to the price. So I have the ability to interchange from you know pellets or slugs or arrows with my rifle, and uh, I think that's something that you just simply can't beat is the versatility of you know of FX right now. Like I. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen anybody out there offering the same thing. So um, yeah, so that's actually that's what I left my my rifle at Utah Air Guns for because uh, I'm getting an arrow barrel kit. So I can't wait till that gets back to me. I'm gonna go start Robin Hooding people on the archery range. Yeah, he's getting some custom work done on there so he can convert his classic um, Dreamline to a bottled arrow dreamline so it's going to be really cool and um, I'm excited to see the final product because he's getting a custom hydro dip and all that kind of stuff so it's going to be freaking legit and yeah it's just just cool stuff man air guns are dope get into air guns um if you guys watched my Instagram story over this weekend, you saw that I was showing you the um, custom hydro-dipped bottle Dream Pup. That thing's sick. Just gonna say. Um, I, I may eventually end up converting my Classic to that. But in the meantime, the Classic is slinging just fine. So, well guys get out shoot some freaking air guns enjoy the weather fight COVID-19 fight the system go to Trader Joe's buy organic drink purified water take care of yourself so that you can do these kinds of things until you're dead um, but until next time Thanks for tuning into the Air Gun Podcast. Don't forget to follow on Instagram as well as YouTube. 
So just look up the Airgun Podcast on YouTube and I will pop up. And um, keep DMing me, guys. Let me know what's up. Let me know what you got going on. What uh, air guns you're thinking about getting. Ask me all the questions. And I will see you guys soon. Don, any final remarks? Uh, nah, I got nothing, man. Uh, you know, happy hunting. Stay safe, shoot safe. Eat safe. Yeet safe. Peace.